Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Hi, and welcome back to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before I begin um, to talk about how why it's important to solve your problems in a high mood, let's go ahead and take a golden pause. So wherever you are, sit comfortably. And if you're driving or you're doing an activity, just use this as an exercise to become more mindful, more present in what you're doing. Just simply connecting to your breath can do that. So let's begin. Sit comfortably, either in a chair with your palms upright or sitting Indian style on the floor, leaning back against something. Shoulders back, but relaxed. And begin to breathe with me. Take a deep breath in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of that breath. And as you exhale, feel yourself letting go, feel yourself relax, allowing your neck and your shoulders to relax, breathing in golden sunlight, pure golden sunlight to the tips of your fingers and toes, to the top of your head, through your core, in your heart, pure golden sunlight. And as you exhale, go ahead and relax and sink a little bit deeper. This time as you breathe in golden sunlight, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart. Spend a moment thinking, of just one thing that you feel incredibly grateful for. It could be a person, a place, something somebody recently said to you. It could be this moment right here, right now. Breathing in that golden gratitude, filling your heart with gratitude, allowing your whole body to feel grateful. Go ahead and exhale and open your eyes. Well, today I would love to share with you a passage from You Can Be Happy No Matter What, Five Principles for Keeping Life in Perspective, written by Dr. Richard Carlson, my beloved. So Richard says, solve your problems in a high mood. If we confront a person about something while that person is in a low mood, we can rest assured of the result. The person will become defensive, bothered, and non-receptive. Boy, isn't that true. Let's just talk about moods for a moment. How does life look when you're in a high mood? Well, you probably don't even notice because you feel so good. (laughs) The truth is that we see our world very differently when we're in a high mood versus a low mood. Just recently, I was talking to a friend, and he was talking about how he was preoccupied with the loss, an incredible loss of his friend's um, son. His friend's close friends lost their son to an accident recently. 
And he said he made the comment that his grief had placed a shadow over everything in his life. Where he usually relies on his optimism, now there's a shadow where he just feels glum about everything. And it reminded me of what it means to be in grief, what it means to have a shadow of a low mood over everything. It makes everything look differently, doesn't it? It's a little bit like an eclipse that blocks out the sunlight. Life looks a little bit darker. There's shadow everywhere as opposed to it being vibrant and light. Well, this happens to all of us for different reasons. We all have high moods and we all have low moods. But the whole point here is to look at how life looks differently in a low mood versus a high mood. And what you want to do is solve your problems in a high mood. If we attempt to solve a problem or make an important decision while our mood level is low, we will likely disappoint ourselves and regret our behavior. When our mood is low, we don't have access to our wisdom. The confusing part of this of this principle is that it is in our low moods that we will want to solve our problems and confront other people. The seduction will always be there. Low mood, a low mood will breed confusion and it can breed resentment. They encourage us to want to get to the bottom of something, read into what others are saying, work on our communication and express our feelings. But the feelings you have in a low mood are not your true feelings. They are the feelings that you and others feel in a low mood. The only feelings you will ever experience in a low mood are negative feelings. Thus, it makes no sense to trust or act on those feelings. The solution is to wait until the mood rises, which it will on its own. Moods always go up and they go down, up and down, constantly. Do you know anyone that doesn't have moods? I certainly don't. The less attention you give to your thinking in your low moods, the quicker your mood will rise. At that point, and that point alone, your wisdom will be accessed and your wiser feelings will surface. Then, even if you feel compelled to take some serious action, you will sense the most appropriate way. If you want to have a discussion about something that's bothering you, the time to do it is when you're in a higher mood, not when you're in a low mood. When do you think that most people in a marriage talk about their problems or their issues? When they're in a high mood or when they're in a low mood? Yeah, I'll bet you're doing a little chuckle if you realize that most people talk about their problems in a low mood. When, if they waited till their mood rose and they talked about their problems, they might not even seem like problems. And that's the point. So I'm going to stop there by just saying and repeating again, solve your problems in a high mood. It's the same thing that people hear about grief and when you've had a big change or transition. You really ought not to make another big change and transition or make big decisions when you're in the shadow of grief. Allow your grief to subside 
Allow yourself to go through a healing process before you make life-changing, life-altering decisions because life will look different as you come out of grief. Life will look lighter and brighter and your decisions that you make will be different as you're out of a grieving state of mind. But this idea that making life decisions and talking about our problems and hashing out our problems while in a low mood, yeah, you know, sure, there's venting. And every once in a while, you know, you need to vent. It's true, or you might feel the need to vent, and that's one thing. But to talk about the same situation over and over and over again is only bringing you and repeating the same negative situation, putting you in the same state of mind. You will never solve your problems in a negative state of mind in a healthy way. But if you wait for your mood to rise and you access your wisdom and you access your optimism, then you will see clearly a way to solve your problems and often make much better decisions, make much better decisions leading to better results in your life. I hope that you found this helpful in this podcast today and inspiring. Don't sweat the small stuff, live the big stuff. Please come back again and share this with your friends and family. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff. Christine's new book, From Heartbreak to Wholeness, The Hero's Journey to Joy, is available at all major booksellers. Visit fromheartbreaktowholeness.com with your receipt of purchase to receive some fabulous free bonuses. That's fromheartbreaktowholeness.com.